When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An update to the fertility journey we have been on for the past year or so. Plus, uh, we break down Will Smith's apology. It received mixed reviews. People were either very passionate about how sincere he was or wanted him just to shut up. So Callie hasn't heard it yet. I'll play her some clips and we'll uh, discuss that. And how I survived solo with Ellie for 48 hours. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, August 1st, which is crazy. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a fun weekend that Ellie and I had solo. And my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for uh, the great weekend that I had. I was going to say vacation, but, well, we'll get there in a minute. Um, I had a great weekend as well. Why, it, would, why wouldn't you call it a vacation? It was a little trip, a little road um, trip. Yeah, but I drank too much, so it didn't feel like, you know when you drink, well, pause on that. Pause on that. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say really quick before we dive into it, happy first day of school to a lot of people in Georgia, um, including a lot of Ellie's little friends whose first day of school ever is today. Like our friend Henley, it's her very first day of school ever. I To me, it, it fries my brain that school goes back this this early, but now I feel like I'm, I'm the back in my day. No, I think guy. it's a Northern versus a Southern thing. But this is still, August 1st is still early, even for the South, right? Yes, it is. Like, like so, I know some schools went back on Friday, which is crazy oof. for two reasons. One, it's July, and two, why would you go back on a Friday? Yeah, that's just rude. Just rude. Like, I get the dabbling into it thing, but, like, yeah, going to school in July just seems like it should be illegal. Because I, th- I think if you have something on Friday that is, like, on your calendar, then you're prepping for it the whole, like it's in your brain the entire week. Like your week starts thinking about what you have to do on Friday. Mm -hmm. So if it's a vacation, that's great. If you're taking Friday, if your vacation is starting on Friday and you wake up Monday morning and you're like, we have vacation this Friday, that's a great thing. But if you're like, we got the first day of school, even if you love school, you still got to get your outfits, your notebooks, you got to make sure you're there on time. You got to get in the car rider line on time. Any. Anywho, there's, that's me griping about something that has nothing to do with me. Carry on. Yeah. No, it, it has nothing. So if you're going back to school today, happy back to school. I hope it's a great week. I personally love the first day back to school. It was always so fun. Everybody's got like new clothes slash new shoes. If you go to private school, that was our differentiation with each other. It's like, oh, everybody's got new shoes, new book bag, new school supplies, maybe new teachers. I just love back to school. I love it. Have you stocked up on any supplies yet? No, but I do like to go to Target this week and stock up on fresh school supplies because I love the way they smell. Uh-huh. 
which is like so weird, but it's awesome. And I do think we need like a spiral notebook or two to keep our show schedule. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so no, I have not done my back to school shopping this week, but great question. Cause I will be doing that. You probably already missed the window. They've probably already moved on to Thanksgiving. It's probably it's Thanksgiving. Prob- we're probably even too late for Halloween. That's true. The way, the way Target flips their, that corner of the store so quickly. Yeah, totally true. Um, okay. This weekend I went on like a little bachelorette weekend. One of my girlfriends is getting married, but like we're in our thirties now, right? Like when we were in our twenties, there were party buses involved and like, you know, Broadway and Nashville and like all of that kind of stuff. Themes. Like there would be like a theme, like, you know, everybody's going to wear the same color on Saturday and everybody's going to, you know, it was just a whole thing. Dress like like your favorite friend's character on Friday night or whatever. Right. And usually it was like with a lot of people that you didn't really know that well and whatever. So one of my girlfriends is getting married, but we're in our late thirties now. So we decided that, um, a couple of us who have been friends since like seventh grade would just go on like a girl's getaway weekend. So we went to this place called Chateau Alain, which I will say shame on me for living in Atlanta my entire life and never going to this winery because it's like an hour maybe away from Atlanta. I've lived here my whole life, more or less, never been. And it was awesome. Really? You've never been to Chateau Alain? No, you have. Years ago, but yeah, I feel yeah, like I've it, never been. I feel like it would be something that you would have done. Like I don't know. I feel well, like you, I feel like you and your friends, your girlfriends, like it would have been like a day wine tasting thing. Or don't they have a big spa up there? They have a spa in like a super nice restaurant. Like a, they have like seven restaurants, and wow. they're all like really super good, really fresh food. I mean, I ate like a queen all weekend. They had. Uh, this burrata salad that I'm going to be dreaming of for like the next year of my life. It what is, was what is burrata? Is that cheese? Yeah, it's like mozzarella, but it's creamier. So I they had this like tomato burrata and prosciutto salad that I had like three times. Oh my god, so good! But we drank, you know, it's, it's it's a vineyard. And Saturday, one of our activities was wine tasting. So we go to you know, the vineyard and. And you've not had, cause you stopped drinking alcohol. Like a, yes. was it, has it been a whole month yet? No, it's been like, th- well, eh, been like close, two or three weeks. It's been close to a month. Two or three weeks that I haven't been drinking, just trying to like cut back on sugar and stuff. Um, but we go there and in, I have been to wine tasting in Napa. That's the only time I've done wine tasting. And they give you like a tiny little pour. It truly is a taste, right? We walk into this place and they give you a sheet and you get to choose from seven of their wines. So I assume we get like a wine flight, right? That is not how they do it. <laughs> how they do it is you get a sheet where you ch- they check off every time you get a glass of wine and they give you almost a full glass of wine every time you go up there and you prepay for seven. So I had like seven or eight glasses of wine on Saturday and it was spanned over a long time, but it was still the same amount of like sugar and alcohol. You don't have to drink them all, do you? We were, we were sitting there. We had like a chartreuterie board and we were just, so yeah. A what? Chartreuterie? Charcuterie. It's charcuterie. Charcuterie. I always mess it up. Um, is it charcuterie? Now I'm second guessing myself. No, I think it is charcuterie. I just get in my head where I'm like, don't screw it up, don't screw it up. And then it always comes out wrong. 
Uh, so I had like baby eight glasses of wine. You're so weird. You're so weird. And I feel like death. Like I will say the smartest thing I did was pound liquid IV all weekend. And I brought liquid IV as like party favors for the other three girls, uh-huh. um, which they loved. So, you know. Weren't there for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other four girls. <laughs> See, I'm just off my game. So I can't hang. Like I'm 36. I can't drink like Seven that. Seven glasses. I mean, that's. They weren't, they were like, I mean, it was at least a half, a half a glass of wine. So maybe I had like four. I don't know. It was a lot of wine and I am so tired. And I would have rested yesterday, except for we have a year and a half year old to take care of. So, yeah. um, it just hits different. It that hits different. Actually, effective tomorrow, she'll be closer to two than she will be to oh, a year and a half. I can't handle that. Anyways, um, so that's what I did this weekend. Ellie and I um, hung out. We had a oh, great- Oh, also, but hi- highly recommend. And we should go, like for our anniversary or something. Okay. So Chateau Alain, wonderful. Driving distance to Atlanta. Make a thing out of it if you live down here. Um, I f- really felt a lot of pressure to make this weekend- with Ellie special because even though we rarely travel without each other, like I just, I never, for two things. One, there was something, like the weekend was different because you weren't around. So I wanted it to be different in a good way. Like I didn't want her to, to, get fixated on the fact that you weren't here or anything. And I just think it's like, it's a neat, it's like a daddy daughter thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there's just going to be like, I would. And this is the first time you guys have gotten that because this is the first time I've been away from Ellie. Yeah. And I would assume that when she's a little bit older, like you guys will probably have, I don't, I don't know. Like. Manicure days. Yeah. Like girls like shopping trips or like you might, you know, like I know you and your mom go to the nutcracker every year. Like you'll have your thing. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I wanted to make this um, really, really special. So my first plan was the fireworks that were canceled on 4th of July. They were um, rescheduled for this weekend for Friday night. And I was like, okay, so Ellie and I are going to stay up late and they're walking distance to the house. Right. We're going to walk down to the end of the street. And it started raining and storming again. Uh-huh. And they kept getting pushed back further and further and further. And then they finally announced that they were going to start at 10. And I just did the math in my head and I'm like, okay, I do want to make this special for Ellie. But, and she would have stayed up, like if I just had stuff for her to do. Right. But that's just... For somebody whose normal bedtime is 7.30, that's two and a half hours of activities plus the time of the fireworks. And then I was like, and what if she hates them? Yeah. Which she loved them a year ago. But I'm like, then I would feel so bad because not only did I force her to stay up late. So I'm like, okay, so we won't do the fireworks. So she went to bed at her normal time. But it was National Chicken Wing Day. So we did get chicken wings. Nice. Nice. What did she think? Did she know how to eat a chicken wing? There are little bones in there. Um, I didn't. I cut the meat off. She did not. I found the first food she doesn't like, and it's lemon pepper dry wings. Lemon pepper wet wings. Mm. Um, But she did like the buffalo. She liked spicy. Yeah. Bites into it. She says spicy. But then when she finished eating them, she starts going, tummy hurt, tummy hurt. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, t- I am going to be up all night changing crib sheets because she's because this stuff's going to run right through her. Because I also got tater tots. Mm-hmm. And normally when we make anything like tater tot or french fry at the house, we use it in the air fryer. But these are like, this is from a sport. These butter. are like deep fry. Not only are they deep fry, but they probably haven't changed the oil. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm for, sure they have for, not. For like three presidential administrations. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, so she's like, tell me her, tell me her. It just turns out that she um, had not yet pooped that day. Mm. So once that all worked out, she was fine. So that was uh, Friday night. Then Saturday we were going to go on a hike and then go out to dinner together. But again, the weather poo-pooed those plans. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't do anything there. Um well, we didn't do anything like unusual. We ended. Your dad was grilling chicken, so we went over. Your mom, you know, did a big old dinner, and your dad did barbecue chicken. So we went over there for dinner on uh, Saturday, and that was it. But I think it was really fun. like it was. Yeah, really, it was did you really, have fun hanging with her, or were yeah. you like, I'm kind of tired? Um, it's definitely like work, but it's also like not. I don't know. It was fun. Like I wanted to make, like I didn't have to make it special in order for it to be special. Yeah. Right? You know what the funny thing about Ellie is? Ellie is loving whatever parent she's with the most. So when I got home from my weekend, she wasn't like, mama. Like I was like, hey, babe. And I walked in and gave her a kiss and she looked at you and she goes, daddy. I think she was just being low key about it because she 100% was excited that you were coming. Like when you texted and said, hey, driving home, I was like, mama's on her way. And she's like, mama. And she actually ran to the front window Aww. to look. And then like when the dogs started barking because they heard the garage door open, she um, was like, mama, mama. And then I kid you not, when you came in, she was like, oh, okay, I'm going to call her now. And then she was almost like, I'm not going to let this woman know that I'm excited Aww. to see her. I'm not going to give her... I'm not going to give her the, that sort of power. But she through. does do that. Like on days where I have her for a while, like if you're working or something, then she like wants me more. So it's just funny. Um, did, yeah. you, did you hear any of Will Smith's apology, his like six minute apology video thing? No, I saw that there was one. I did not hear it. I want to ask you about it. Now, first of all, I know because I posted about it on Instagram and I was really surprised at the comments. Number one, the number of people who are like, I'm so sick of this. Why is it? Why is this even still relevant? Like who are mad that it's a thing? Yeah, I'm sick of it too. You are? I thought it went away. Like I thought it happened. Everybody talked about it for like a week. Like, oh my gosh, I can't can't believe that happened. And then I kind of just forgot about it. It's been around though, because um, what's his face has been doing comedy shows and stuff like that. So like the but tabloids it, have it. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't think he addressed. Like, I think he came out and said, "Well, he that. he didn't." That's that's the reason that the tabloids like they're like he did another show and he didn't apologize and or and, and oh. he didn't uh, acknowledge it. it and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so people are were. I, I know that people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are talking about it. But I watched the entire thing and there were a couple points in there that struck me that I would like to play for you. Okay. Kelly. And but before I do that, there is a clear of the people who are who are still who are still willing to engage in a conversation about Will Smith and Chris Rock, there is a clear delineation between people who've read his book 
and people who have not read his book. The people who have not read his book are split. Um, about a third of them think that he was sincere. About two thirds of them think it was a like PR stunt, like what's it called? You know, like saving his career type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't sincere that it was a staged apology. But 100% of the people who've read his book believe that he was sincere. So what is, like, what's the core message of his book that has everybody going, yeah, he's he's apologetic? I don't know if it's the core message of his book. I think it's the fact that he is willing, his book shares a lot of his faults and what he's learned in life and how he's l- learned the, lessons because of his own mistakes. Like I think when you read a common, lot of people's- the, the common commentary is because of what he shared about his childhood. So there's a lot of references to childhood. Um, I don't know. I mean, I read the book like in the beginning of the year, so I don't remember anything specific to childhood, but I do feel like, um, cause yeah, I don't always think like if you've had abusive parents or whatever, that necessarily means that you're going to go like hit somebody or whatever. But I think that he is really open about being like, yeah, I screwed up. So if his apology was, yeah, I really screwed up and I've got a lot to learn and whatever, I take that as sincere because I think his book was sincere and people who are not authentic don't share their yikes moments with the world. Like his book wasn't a big, I'm awesome, look at me book. It was, wow, I've screwed up a lot in my life and here's what I've learned. At one point, like he gestured to the camera and his hand was shaking. Like my, I like it made my heart hurt because. Oh, you liked the apology. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought the only thing I didn't like about it is he acknowledges in the beginning that he has reached out to Chris Rock and Chris Rock has indicated that he's not ready to Talk about it. To have a conversation about it yet. Mm -hmm. But then he apologizes to Chris Rock in the video. And to me, that that, I I did not like that. I was like, you know, if that's like, if Chris Rock doesn't want to talk about it right now, then you shouldn't be talking about it in any aspect. Like, Mm -hmm. you can acknowledge that y'all are going to talk about it someday, hopefully. But he said, but he did apologize to Chris Rock. He apologized to Chris Rock's mom. Because she did a video or she did an interview that he saw. Um, He apologized to Jada. He apologized to his family. He apologized to his fans. But here are the two um, clips or three clips that I thought were really kind of poignant where I was like, yeah, he's sincere and, and I get you, dude. Disappointing people is my central trauma. I hate when I let people down. Um, So uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. He's addressing fans Mm -hmm. who feel differently about him now. Mm -hmm. And I believe him because I, I just talked about this last week. Like, Nothing makes me feel worse than knowing that someone who invested in me is disappointed in me. Right. I hate that. And it, and I, 
Like, I feel it physically mm-hmm. when that happens. And I think that's what's going on with him. Yeah. And I think that's a sincere statement. And I think the the way he phrased it is, like, it's a central or it's a core, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thing, disappoint. It's a core trauma. Like, I think there's such power. That's also, by the way, not a, a publicity trauma. statement. That's a therapy statement. Yes. Like his therapist, he's like, I got to unpack this. Like that's something that your therapist would say to you. A central trauma. And I think the reason I think that that struck me is identifying what your, I never heard that phrase before, but like your central trauma or your core trauma or identifying what has the biggest impact on you emotionally in a negative way like Mm -hmm. what traumatizes you identifying the what and the why is so powerful yeah you know um so that was one thing and then this second one i was like it i mean it's just a great it's such a it's just a powerful reminder i am deeply remorseful and i'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself right i'm human and I made a mistake and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of He is so impacted by a mistake that he made. And we've all been there, right? Where Mm -hmm. you think you're worthless simply because you made a mistake. Right. You can live your entire life as a really good person and then something like this happens and there are people that's going to be next to him for the rest of his life mm-hmm. and it doesn't make him a bad person. Right. Like his body of work, his resume, his list of accomplishments. And, and you know, this could be unfair because I don't know a ton. Mm-hmm. I don't know a, a ton, a ton, a ton about him. You would love his book. But I do believe him to be a, a person who strives to put more good in the world. Than, mm-hmm. they, than they take out of it. And he's made this one mistake that's going to label him for life. And it's sometimes it's really, really difficult not to let you, as the person who made the mistake, become ashamed of yourself. Right. Like you, just because other people aren't chalking it up as a mistake doesn't mean you have to. Well, and just because other people saw it doesn't make it a worse or... We beat ourselves up when other people see our mistakes because I think there's like an embarrassment quality to it, but it doesn't, because you made your mistake in front of other people doesn't make you a better or worse human. It makes you a flawed human like everybody else. Other people just happen to see it. Right. Uh, And then this is how he ended his, the whole thing was like six minutes long. You can go to Will Smith on um, Instagram and YouTube. It's it's up on both of those. It's on his TikTok, but uh I encourage you to listen to the entire thing and, and you know pass your own judgment, but this is this is how it ended. I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. I promise you, I am uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And if you if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. 
Last night, I stayed up all night trying to figure out where the sun had gone. And then it dawned on me. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. So my girls trip this weekend, one thing that came up at the dinner table, I kid you not, Jeff Dollar, you're not even going to believe me when I say this, but uh, we were talking about the sheets at the hotel. Then we started talking about our own sheets. And one of the girls was like, I'm firing my sheets. I'm firing my sheets. I spent a bunch of money on them and they're pilling to which I said, oh my God, I have the best sheets ever. And jokingly, cause my friends like to like, give me a hard time about, you know, our advertisers. Cause I always talk about them. Uh, but I was like, they were like, do you have a code for that? I was like, actually I do have a code <laughs> for the best sheets ever. So make fun of me, but now she's getting a discount on new sheets, um, with cozy earth. Cozy Earth sheets are truly the most comfortable sheets you will uh, you will sleep on. And it's not I, – I don't think it's strange that sheets come up in conversation because the you spend 25 to 35% of your entire life on your sheets. Yeah. Right? So uh, if they start to pill, if they start to feel uncomfortable, if they're rough, if they're hot, if they're – don't keep you warm enough, then you are, then you're, you're going to be miserable for 25 to 35% of your life. Cozy Earth sheets come with a 10 year warranty. Yes, you heard me right. I said 10, one, zero. So on the off chance that your sheets pill, then you can send them back. No questions asked within the next 10 years. And that is the deal, my friends. Get it now at callieandjeff.com slash sleep. Go all the way to the end to the checkout process, and you're going to see a 40% discount for anything that you buy. Callieandjeff.com slash sleep. We're all trying to do those little things that make us healthier, right? Uh, For me, it's that outside thing. I just realized I get so wrapped up in working that I'm not outside just soaking in sunshine in my new yard. One thing, though, that is easy to make part of my daily routine is liquid IV. I forget to drink water. I think we all do. Liquid IV makes it so easy for you to reclaim some of that hydration. It's just a stick of powder. You mix it into a glass of water. Great flavors. My favorite right now is strawberry, watermelon, and of course, the lemon lime. And the electrolytes and the vitamins that are in there get help the liquid get into your bloodstream faster. You can actually feel yourself recovering from dehydration you didn't even know you were dealing with as you're drinking the glass of liquid IV infused water. It's really, really remarkable. You can get it in bulk nationwide at Costco or save 15% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use upside at checkout. That's liquidiv.com. 15% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Everybody likes to talk about being healthy and what they're eating, what they're working out and doing all this stuff. But I got news for you. Mental health, what's going on with you is just as important, if not more important than your physical health. 
Mental health is something that if we don't take care of just a little bit by a little bit, we'll start to notice that our happiness level goes way down. Our stress level goes way up. And you know what? Here's the thing. You do not have to tackle life alone. Sometimes you need the help of a certified or licensed counselor that can help you through it. And and there's no shame in that. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help. Now, I have been in therapy for like 15 years on and off, right? It has absolutely changed my life. And it's not a weakness to go to therapy. It's actually a strength. You wouldn't go to a gym and go, go be scared to ask a trainer how to work out, right? It's the same thing. How do I make my mental health the best it can be for me? Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I have a little bit, well, not a little bit of a fertility update, a a big fertility update, I guess. Um, So I met with my fertility specialist last week, and we, Jeff and I have been kind of in like a limbo with the fertility stuff because... I, there's a polyp in my uterus that I need to have removed that is probably and possibly contributing to the unexplained infertility that we have. Um, it's not a huge deal. It's very common actually, but it gotta go. Cause it's making hard, it's making it hard for an embryo to like find a home in me. Um, so I'm having that removed in August. So we've been kind of but like the, waiting on that surgery. The limbo part of it was the surgery was actually scheduled for a couple months ago, but they forgot to tell her a few things leading up to it. Right. So it had to get delayed, which, um, if you were listening around that time, that's, that was really frustrating for Callie because all Callie cares about is being able to see past the next step. And so she was looking past this procedure and being like, okay, then we start doing this and this and this. And then when they're like, hey, we got to delay the procedure by six weeks or two months or however that long kind of was, like hits pause on their treatment, on the fertility treatment. So we weren't nothing, moving forward. Yeah. And, and that was super frustrating. But I could, I was eavesdropping on this phone call that Callie had with her doctor last week. And you could hear the joy in her voice oh as they gosh. were talking about life after polyp. Oh my gosh. I'm so ready to be done with this polyp. Um, so what we're going to do and, and Jeff and I have decided to go with our fertility specialist advice and her advice was to have the surgery and then the next month to do IUI. And I did not know what that was beforehand. Do you even know what that was beforehand before I told you? (laughs) So they do everything they can to make my womb my uterus as, as hospitable as humanly possible. And then they help Jeff's tenants like get to where they're supposed to go, get to the home. So that is like the scientific part of what they're helping with. And it's really fascinating because they were able to tell me, like they're able to tell you your egg count through a blood test. They're able to tell you all of these things. So, um, we are going to try doing that for three months Hopefully we'll get good news the first month. Maybe not. If it doesn't work after three months, then we'll go to IVF. But that's the next step for us. So it is the next step. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I'm just excited that you have answers and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just excited that you, uh, it's like, I don't want to make it sound like I, I don't care, but I trust the doctors. Yeah. 
and I trust the process. So, and I trust like the universe delivering what we need when we need it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I just think of, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel good about it. If we were, um, I mean, Jeff would have had a baby like a year ago. (laughs) If I mean, you were like, you're ready for another one. Yeah. But I trust the universe. Like, could you, could you imagine? I mean, when we talk about our graph where we were like, you know, we spent both had spent a month at like number two. Could you also imagine being seven months pregnant? Or can you imagine us trying to have to have a place to live with a, no, you know what I mean? No, I can't. So it's, it's without being dismissive of ours or anyone's, um, fertility timelines. Um, I do believe that there, that everything happens as it should, when it should, Mm -hmm. um, and well, so, you had the thing on your mirror forever. Everything is always working out for me. So that's the trust that you place that, you know, when and if we're meant to be parents again, that we will be. Um, we did find out. A, you know, I, see, I don't like saying that right here because I know there are people who. I'm who, saying for us. For us. I know. I'm not saying for anybody else. But you think when the time is right, it'll be. But then you have to struggle with, like, if sometimes the time is never right. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we know, yeah. we know couples who really want families and it's just not happening for them. And and then I would like to, I, I don't think that statement applies to that. That's actually a heartbreaking statement to say for somebody in that position, you know? I wasn't saying it about anybody else. Okay. I was just saying about you and I and our journey, you're like, you know, for example, when the surgery had to be moved, we were both like, there's definitely a reason it has to be moved and it stinks and we're not happy about it. But like, we're trusting that that's the right thing. And then it worked out because that's how it was supposed to work out in, in that situation. Um, they, they did tell us that the official diagnosis is unexplained infertility, which means everything looks good and they don't know why we, we have trouble getting pregnant. I can explain it. Like to me, it's not unexplained to me. Like you have gotten pregnant more than once, right? Three times. Yeah. And, um, we've all, it's also just like, there's just been a lot going on. Yeah. And, And that when you think about the, the miracle of everything coming together, the way it has to come together, like it truly is a, 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 a perfect aligning of every star. Oh, it's insane. I can't to, believe anybody ever gets pregnant. Right. So <laughs> when you think about the timing of all of that coming together, uh, like th- we've had a lot going on in our lives that have probably made, to use your words, your womb less hospitable. You right, I mean? right. And it's not like, you know, I mean, had we So won- to me, it's not, to me, it's not, unexplained to me it's there's just a lot of stuff going on yeah i can explain it i just don't think it can be documented right right right. you can't like medically prove that you know we've had a lot going on and it's impacting yeah right like when you come outside and you and you got a flat tire but you can't find the nail like it's not an unexplained flat that's an unexplained flat tire but the chances are you probably ran over something sharp right yeah. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Uh, the um, top most beautiful sites in the U.S. based on TripAdvisor travel reviews. I'll give you the top five. Number five, the San Antonio Riverwalk. 
I've been there. I've never been there. I've been to San Antonio and I've been to the Riverwalk, um, but it was such a quick trip that I don't remember. I don't have a vivid memory of its beauty. Uh, number four, the Golden Gate Bridge. I have been there and I do. I, it is it is magnificent it to is. see. Um, the Chaluli Garden and Glass exhibit in Seattle. Never heard of it. Um, I know who the Chaluli guy is. He's an artist, but um, I have known nothing about that. Uh, the Fountains of Bellagio in Las Vegas are number two. It is pretty impressive. Yeah. When they when they play the like Andrea Bocelli song. Yeah. And the water is dancing. That's pretty. That's impressive. It's cool. Um, and then number one is Central Park in New York City, which uh, I actually, um, I mean, I would like the Grand Canyon, more beautiful, more impressive. Mm-hmm. But the contrast of Central Park to to the city, the buildings of Manhattan, like that's pretty. Impressive. So um, other mentions in the top 10 list include Balboa Park in San Diego, um, the Boston Public Gardens, and the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. There you go. My second random thing is the reason that there's a shot clock in basketball is because people thought the game was really long and really boring. And so they needed something to up the pace of the game. So that's why they added a shot clock to make it more interesting. Basketball was actually like kind of going downhill and they weren't making a ton of money from it. And have you, I don't know if this is still, this is not a team. I don't know a lot about sports, but the Syracuse Nationals. You ever heard of that before? No, it feels like that's a, that feels like a team that would play the Harlem Globetrotters. Doesn't it? <laughs> um, so apparently there was a team called the Syracuse Nationals and somebody bought them and it was like the, this guy on a team that like wasn't even that great was like, yeah, this game is like super boring. So we need to like up the competition value here. And they also say that that attracted more talented players because you can get a lot more done when you're racing against a clock than if you have all the time in the world to sit there and strategize. So it also attracts uh, higher level players. I feel like they're doing that with all sports now. Like they they have speed rules for um, in football, they have speed rules in in baseball now. Uh, But soccer, like European football, Mm -hmm. whatever because soccer in the States um, is still one of the most popular sports in the world. And that's just guys running around or women running around for like two hours. I can't get into it. All right. And my third random thing or our third random thing today is if you go to Hong Kong, know that you will be safe if you text and walk. There's so many issues with people getting hit by cars in Hong Kong because they're staring at their phones that now in the city, they've um, launched a pilot project that actually puts green and red projects green and red dots on the ground at Ooh, that's crosswalks. smart. So uh, it's smart, but it's also sad. I love it. I think that is so smart. We are leaning into the future. You don't people. think it's kind of sad? It's sad that... I think it's sad that people are getting hit. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. This is a very exciting week in upside territory. And it upside is. And on the upside, um, a couple really exciting things happening this week. Um, number one, tomorrow, we're going to tell you how you could win $5,000. This from, is Jeff's favorite thing. From, from the upside. Oh, well, I just think... That's life changing. You know what I mean? That could change yeah. the code. That's 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 a big. I mean, it's not like life changing, like mega millions, like one point two billion dollars. No, but like if 
you five thousand bucks can can you know you can invest that in your starting a business that could pay for you know somebody's school you know what i mean like yeah student loans yeah put it towards student loans down payment on a car put it toward a down payment on a house like times are tough so five grand like how, how awesome would it be if you it, can get one tank of gas <laughs> yeah so that's happening and then we're also um going to be announcing the weaponized hamster shirts we brought one out we released them in 2019 then we did one in 2020 21 and and now the fourth, this will be the fourth weaponized hamster shirt. Um, the web, the advisory horde will get the details first. So if you want to join the horde and guarantee yourself delivery of a weaponized hamster t-shirt, you can do that by texting the word horde to 800-434-5454. Guys, I wasn't ready for Ellie's cute little voice saying upside podcast in your intro. And I think I'm dead. So thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Hey, Kelly. It's Sammy. I was calling about Friday's episode um, because I drive for a living. I'm in territorial sales, and I am actually driving without my driver's license right now because I gave it to my husband over the weekend, so I didn't have to carry a purse or anything for wherever we were going. And um, he put it on my nightstand, and I just realized it because you guys were talking about it that my driver's license is on my nightstand. Um, Now, I do believe, and I've had an experience where um, I got pulled over and I didn't have my license and um, they looked me up in the system because, of course, they're going to pull your tags first and they already know that you have a license or, or, or your car and your name and all that stuff. So, anyways, I just was piping in because now I'm freaking out because I don't have a license on me. Bye! Hey, Callie and Jeff. Uh, this is based on... Holly leaving for the weekend and thinking it's a little funny that Jeff is a little anxious, but I totally understand it also. Have a good day. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Happy Saturday. Hope it's a great weekend for you. I was listening to Friday's show and I was one of those 1,300 people that signed up for the probiotics. And after I got done with my walk this morning, I checked my mail and there they sit. Uh, so pleasantly surprised at how quickly we got them. And even more surprised that I really thought I was just going to get one little packet. But no, I got four. And it's the mocha flavor. And I am not a coffee person, but girl, that thing is good. So look to uh, find out more about this and see how I feel over the next uh, few days taking these probiotics. And good for your friend. Um, I'm glad that she's seeing some success and can hopes that she continues to see it. Have a great day and have an awesome week next week. Hey, Jeff. I just downloaded the coolest app. It's called Nature Dose. Um, it's it's kind of low-tech, but it's really cool because it maps, like you set a goal of how much you want to be in nature. And it does count, like if you're just outside, like walking the dog or, you know, hanging out in the sunshine. Somehow it's able to, like, GPS locate you if you're willing to turn on your location for the app. And it sets a goal. Um, so like 90 minutes a week, 120 minutes a week. And then it, it reminds you and like, lets you know when you met your goal. And so since you were talking about getting creative of how to be outside with LA, I thought you might like it. Bye. 
Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Eileen. I just wanted to weigh in on a few things. Uh, First of all, I loved the throwback episode that you aired on Wednesday. Um, I listened to that first week and loved it then and loved it again the other day. Also, I wanted to weigh in on getting to know your neighbors. I think maybe you're trying too hard. Um, I don't know. In our neighborhood, when the kids are outside playing, it just seems like they kind of gravitate towards each other. Or people are mowing their lawn or, you know, uh, I don't know, cutting flowers, looking, like you said, you know, spending time just in the yard. Um, I think that's a, like the caller said, maybe uh, start with a play date. But since you guys like to cook out and you love to grill, just ask them over and hang out in your backyard. You don't have to make it any big deal. Anyway, y'all have a great day and a great uh, rest of your week. Bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.